Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Head down to Monticello to talk to my guy, Hud Jackson, head coach for the Bull Weevils, back on with us. Coming off a five and six season, but a lot of uh, promise for the upcoming year, from what I am told. We were talking to Todd Knight the other day. It was very complimentary of, gosh, he even said something nice about his crosstown <laughs> rivals. So I don't know. Maybe he's just in a good mood. But anyway, Hud Jackson joining us, always his own favorite. Coach, good to have you back. How are you? Man, so happy you got me back, man. It's been a minute. Yeah. I texted Coach the other day and I said, uh, You want to come on? He said, Heck yeah. So that was easy. I appreciate you. Yeah, it was that exactly what I said, right? Close, close enough. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm glad to have you on, and uh, we were talk- mm. talking about your your team a little bit here, and you guys were uh, boy really competitive in a lot of the games, and some games weren't too competitive, uh, especially the one you guys ended on. What a way to go out for the season! Kind of a uh, a pretty wild one at, at Southern Arkansas last year, and we were talking about your quarterback in the break, who led your team in rushing and passing. Is that a good thing? You like having your quarterback being your most dangerous rushing opportunity or your most uh, dangerous ru- rushing option as well? Well, you know, the, the thing about DeMilan is um, he just, he's really special. And when he, and he, when he makes those, those runs where it's for extended yards, um, you love those kind of runs. The ones that he gets tackle to tackle and, uh, you know, try to run a little bit of a quarterback power or, you get a little worried about those things. But, you know, you, you don't want your quarterback to be your leading rusher, but he's a special talent. And, you know, we're going to allow him to do uh, things that are going to help us to be successful on the opposite side of the football. But I will say this, that, you know, I think that we had to uh, get better at the running back position. And we got a couple of guys back there this year that, that have a little bit more experience. Uh, they've gotten a little bit bigger a little bit more physical, and I think that's going to help us out. It's going to help the Milan out a lot, too. Yeah, and when you think about a guy that leads a team in rushing, you don't always think about being an efficient passer, but you look through his numbers. He had some big-time games. His last outing, 463 yards passing, five touchdowns, no picks. I don't know too many coaches that wouldn't take that out of their quarterback, whether he runs a yard or not. Yeah, I mean, that that, that game was pretty special. And to be honest with you, Justin, we we were pretty beat up last year. And that, that you know a lot of people deal with that, but we had some key positions that we were beat up. And we could just never get over that hump. You know, we never could get those people back. And that last game, I, I can remember uh, talking to a couple of my coaches during pregame, and I was like, I think we're finally back. I think we, we you know, like DeAndre Washington was a young man that was just struggling the entire year. He sprained his ankle in week one against Southern Ass. And this, this guy's a three-time All-American here for us and signed with Miami and then hurt his ankle in, in rookie camp with the Dolphins and, um, and, and I think that getting him back for that game almost, you know, 90% was huge for us. And it just took off. It was just one of those games like you, you blinked and, and, and we were up by 30 and, and trying to figure that out. But mm-hmm. it's always good to be healthy. And I think that's going to be the key for us again this year. Well, it doesn't take long to look through the numbers from last year to realize that defense was the biggest sticking point. And you guys obviously, you know, played some very good offensive teams in Harding and Washington. And, Henderson as well, and you know, obviously that's an area you guys will have to improve. How do you feel like you short things up on the defensive side this year? Well, I mean, I tell you, one of the toughest positions to find, I think, in football uh, is defensive linemen, and that's the key, Justin. That that is, you know, you can be above average at the linebacker position and above ha- average on the back half and defense. If you're not getting any pressure on anybody, 
uh, then you're going to be in trouble. And I think we needed to improve in that department because I do think we have some really good linebackers, and we and I think we're we're good at the back half as well. But we had to improve up front. We had to go find some players. And and look, we're still young, man. I mean, it it's always going to be one of those things that you're going to have get have to give young people opportunities to play and see what they can do when the when when the game starts. And and so. We feel like we needed to improve there. We feel like we got a little bit better, and, and I think that's going to be the, the key for us to make the improvements on defense that we need to have uh, to be successful. But I'm a, and, and I'll tell you this, too. Our special teams, we went out and signed two really good kickers that have been very, very competitive, and, and that was that was a, a few games last year. We had two games last year that, that uh, you know, if we, if we do uh, a few things from the special teams' point of view, specifically the kicking position, uh, we, we would have had a chance to win those games. So we had to improve there, too. So we felt like we have, and, and you know, we'll see. You know, it'll, it'll be here soon. September 1st, Southern Naz will, will be here before we know it. Coach, that's what I was going to ask you. What do you think about playing that Thursday night, kind of kicking things off uh, around the state? You know, it, 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 it's become pretty common in our conference uh, that opening week that everybody plays on Thursday night. So it's, I, I like it. I mean, it's... Uh, you know, when you're traveling to Oklahoma, it's not fun. You know, we, we played on a Thursday night at Northwest Oklahoma, and that takes about a half a day to get there. And <laughs> it's not fun coming back after those games are over. But I enjoy the Thursday night games. I think our players do, too, our coaches. Um, and, uh, you know, we're looking forward to it. But I think that's probably something that's going to continue to be a tradition in our conference. We talked to uh, one of your colleagues earlier in the week about the league in general and how, you know, obviously the Oklahoma schools have certainly done much better the last few years comparatively to the early years of the GAC. And always, you always got OBU and Harding sitting up there at the top of the league as far as preseason predictions as well. Give me kind of your estimation on the on the league as it sits right now. You know, I, I do think our, our, our league is getting better all around and, and, and teams that maybe struggled in the past are – are getting better, but I always said this, Justin. I believe this um, that that any given week anybody can beat anybody, and, and it's and it's happened. I mean, you know, you, you know, OBU, Harding, Henderson, you know, teams that have had some consistency in this league. You got a team like Southeast Oklahoma that has has gotten better in the last couple of years, uh, but I think that's going to continue to be a trend, and and I think that uh, we're gonna we're gonna see that our our conference is look because I'm gonna tell you. We got teams that make it to the playoffs every year, but our, our conference is a physical conference, and, and we get in, you know those teams get into those first and second round games, and and, and after going through uh, a year of, of playing and, and and the physicality of it, it, it takes its toll sometimes, you know. So I always gauge it that way, you know how 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 healthy is the team when they come out is going to determine how well they're going to do, and and I think our our conference has, has gotten to that point that every week. It's going to be a battle. You can, you know, you'll flip the radio or TV and look at scores when at the end of the day on Saturdays, and you'll be like, "Wow, yeah, you know, somebody got beat that maybe shouldn't have got beat." And I think that's just going to be a continuing trend. I, I, I love our conference, the coaches that are in it. I think we got great players, and I think it's it's something that nationally our 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 conference will continue to to um, to be a great representative and and hopefully continue to push further along to compete for a national championship. Coach, what do you think you you have to do, your program has to do, to take that next step to be there in, in the same breath uh, w- with the Washita's, the Hardings? I, I, I'm going to say this, and look, I've been around, it's unbelievable, I've been around this stuff for 30 years and growing up around it as a kid. You know, I'm in this role as athletic director, too, now, here, and, and I'll be honest with you, I think it's, it's really important 
for us as, a, as an athletic department at UAM, for us to have some consistency year in and year out in all of our sports, we have to, we have to take the route that we're taking right now. And that's all led by our chancellor, Dr. Doss. She's a, she's a believer in athletics. We have to change the way our university looks in regards to facilities for athletics uh, and, and some other things, too, for our whole, our whole campus. But you're asking me about athletics, and this is what I believe. I think we have to start taking some of those steps. You know, we're fixing to build a brand-new weight room and training room here. That's the first step. You know, that's going to be a huge deal for us. We've already started it. It's, it's, it's in process right now, and people are getting excited about that. And I think – for us, if we could continue to do that, not only in football but all our sports, we will be more consistent. Because, look, man, the recruiting game, and people can say what they want, sometimes it can be very, very shallow. Sometimes, you know, recruits, you know, putting some depth into the thought process of where you're going to go spend the next four or five years of your life, unfortunately it's based on facilities sometimes. A lot of times it's based on facilities. Mm-hmm. We've got to get into that race. We've got to understand that. Look, we've got great coaches here that know how to recruit people and develop relationships. Uh, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a, a beautiful – but in this moment, we've got to combine that relationship building with building some you know, facilities that can make us competitive, and we're moving in that direction. So, And I know I've spoken on, on a vast deal there, but it, it, it affects football and every other sport here at our university, and, and I'm excited about the direction we're going there. Coach, most times after a season, a coach will meet with his AD. So how do you handle those conversations? I met with my wife, Patricia, and uh, <laughs> she pretty much laid it out how things are going to be here in the next yeah. year. So, um, You've been meeting with that AD no, for a long time. That's right. That's right. But, you know, it, it, it's a good thing. I mean, we got a great staff here. I have a great relationship with Dr. Doss and her administration. Uh, we talk all the time about directions and where we need to go. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's a, neat, you know, a unique situation, but I couldn't do it without the coaches I have. All the athletic staff I have, so that's for sure. Uh, talking to Hud Jackson, if you're just tuning in on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, head coach down at UAM. You know, with everything going on in college football, you know, with the portal and everything else, has it changed much where you're getting players from as far as your process? You know, not too much. I mean, we we have we do go to the portal and look around and see if there's people available. Um, and we've had a couple go into it, uh, but you know, it's uh, you, you look at some of these bigger programs, Just, I mean, they, they they got some people making a big part of their roster are made up of guys that are getting in the portal, right? And so, you know, for us, we got we got guys that may get in it thinking that, you know, something might be better somewhere else. Um, but we're, we're going to always take advantage of it. We're going to try to find, you know, one or two players uh, that we think can help us. And like I told you earlier, defensive line-wise, we were on that portal every day checking to see if anybody else is new that got in it so but at our level and look I'm, I'm talking for UAM it may be different in other places right uh but you know just not a whole bunch of it we, you know we've had a select few but it is something we're going to continue to look at you know day to day coach what's it like not having um a preseason game like the NFL or some of these teams have non-conference games to kind of work their way into conference what's it like getting I mean first game out of the shoot it, it's conference play it's go time yeah, you know, I, when I first got here, the first couple of years, we we were not playing a full Great American Conference schedule yet. So we had a we had a couple of games that we could go and, and and try to earn a little bit of money. We played Northwestern State, I think, in eleven or twelve. Uh, we played a couple other schools that came in here. Uh, you know, I wish there was a way to do it. Honestly, it would it would help us out. 
you know, because you can go and play a money game. That helps us in recruiting. You know, for us, it helps us in just the the, the, the operation aspect uh, of our different sports, you know, having having those games to, to, to help, um, you know, with the financial part of our programs. Uh, but I, I do. I wish we could, we could find a way uh, to do it. Um, I don't know what that answer would be. I don't know going to a nine-game nine conference schedule would be the answer. I really, really don't. Uh, you know, how would you determine who you play, where you play? That would be something that uh, Will, our commission, would have to get figured out. Uh, but uh, I just I don't see it happening. Uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, well, fortunately, we got we got great 12 great teams that play football, but uh, I, I just don't see that happening in the future. But if it does, I'd be willing to sit down and, and try to figure out the best way to make it happen. Coach, good luck in the opener and the rest of the season, and uh, I will stay in touch. I appreciate the time today. Please do, Justin. I always appreciate you guys talking to us, and uh, y'all have a great day, and eat them up. All right. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it.